We are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you, the business owner. Before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step by step, and it's completely free. Hi, and welcome to episode 84. I'm going to talk about time hacks for consistent growth, and Emily's going to touch on the importance of taking a break. Yeah, I'm doing this um, topic this morning because we're a bit guilty of it at the minute, actually. We've been working and working and working, and we've actually not had a break for quite a long time, have we? Probably Um, eight months. Yeah, so quite a while. And we've started to really feel like we really need to take a break. And I think it's really, really important. And we've actually sat down and sort of planned what we're going to do now, which I think is really, really good. So we've we've got that in place. But it's, it is really important because you, in your day-to-day, you can keep going and keep going, especially if you're working for yourself and you're working from home. Every day blurs in, you know, the weekends blur into the weekdays and vice versa. And you never really take a proper break. Now, it is really important to take that time. You might feel stressed and think it's going to make me more stressed to take a break. Well, no, it's not. If you really do try to step back and have that time away, you'll come back, you'll reset, you'll feel refreshed. Just that change of scenery. Even if it isn't that you go away for weeks on end, it might only be a day here or there or a few, a couple of days. Just that, that change and that resetting will really, really help you. Vacations are a great way of relieving stress. And we all know stress is really, really um, harmful to your body. It can um, increase the possibility of getting heart diseases, increasing high blood pressure, and it can also have negative effects on your brain. So having a vacation really helps to refocus. Again, stress can have a, a really bad effect on your immune system. It can create colds and flu. And if you're not at your peak and you're ill, you're not doing your best at work. So having that time away can really, really help you in the long run. It makes you happier and it can really strengthen your relationships with your partner and your children. If you've got children, it's important to create those memories and share those experiences and have a really, really good time. And you'll also find that your sleep will be improved, which is, you know, if you're not getting a good night's sleep, you're not at your best and working as you should be. And one another massive draw to having a vacation is it can actually help you to lose a bit of weight if you need to. Although, depends what holiday it is you're doing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it depends where you go. What maybe you if you go to a five star resort and all, uh, all the foods included, maybe not. Yeah. But if you're going on vacations such as, you know, a tour of a city uh, or seeing somewhere new, you can actually become more active on holiday, um, which is really good if you're needing to use that, lose those few extra pounds. So just some examples of things that you might think about. I know there's COVID at the minute, and so travel is restricted. But there's lots of things to do if you look closer to home, which is what we've been doing here in New Zealand, really exploring our local area. I mean, I've only been here for a year. I mean, Blair's lived here his whole life, but still we're going to places and seeing things that Blair hasn't done before, uh, which is great. And it's just things like going on a tour of a city, as I said, Camping is a great option, particularly if you've got kids. Kids love being out, outdoors in the countryside or by the beach. Maybe trying to find a beach that is less popular, somewhere that is out of the way. Uh, a little cove that isn't as busy is often quite nice and calming. 
and just spending time with family and friends or weekends away even going in the week can often be a lot quieter because uh, if you've not got children and they're uh, in school weekdays are often really good to get away if you can even just a night or two nights even if it's somewhere close or even if you can't get away just really making sure you do not go to your office or do any work even if you're staying around your house you actually go out you go out for lunch you go and do some shopping or you go and do some things that aren't work related will still have the same effect and will mm. still help you to reduce stress and reset yeah it's a good one to think about with uh, not necessarily treating a vacation as a week or two weeks away you know you can do effectively achieve a similar result health-wise and, and mentally wise if you take three days off you know that's enough time to switch off and reset um, and even if you if you push for three days you know taking one day out where you actually just completely get away from work and don't look at the emails and, and things like that you know your business isn't going to crash in one day and if you can have that day away and 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 use that as a reset you know it might be that you go for a long walk somewhere during that day or, or something that's just completely different from work that's yeah. the key thing isn't it just yeah. being able to treat that time as really vacation time and and not sort of mixed with a bit of work yeah i think it's so important really to take from this to find a balance in your life and, and you, you, you work life balance and it re you really will feel so much better. Right, thanks Emily. So uh, my topic today is time hack for consistent growth. So with so many, and this is quite related to what Emily's just been talking about, you know, we've got so many tasks having to be done in an online business and you, you know, a lot of the time you can feel overwhelmed um, and, and quite frankly, unorganized. A, a lot of these tasks are what I call reactionary so that's kind of when you're reacting to an email or a customer query and sort of thing. But the problem with these reactionary tasks, they can fill up a lot of your day and they can not have any real effect on the actual growth of your business. So that's what we're focusing on today. These tasks that grow your business are the ones that are defined, they're done regularly, and they are completed. Okay, so there's quite a difference between those and the reactionary ones. It's good to be able to be doing these each and every week for the best results. Okay, so now I'm just going to run through some steps of how you can set up a system to ensure that you're actually doing some of these growing your business tasks. So first of all, what you need to do is define a list of the tasks that will help you grow your business. So for example, for emilyandblair.com, we've basically been writing the weekly podcast as one task. Uh, approaching people and writing guest posts is another. Um, so these sorts of things, these are we've identified as these consistent things that we need to be doing to grow our business. So define these tasks relevant to your business that'll grow it in the long run. And you know these could be content based, promotional based, or SEO based. So that it just depends on what your business is and, and what you've identified as the key elements to grow. Okay, so then what I do is I look to schedule these tasks. So I personally use Outlook and I block out time slots and I set them to reoccur each week. So that's a key thing. Open the appointment and set that reoccurring thing so it just keeps reoccurring. So it basically sets up your schedule automatically for you each week. So I then allocate a growth task from my list to each one of these and basically it's set in stone from there on in. So an example for me is, Every Monday from 10 to midday, I write my podcast content. 
the next step is like a typical day, you'll have two slots of two hours each being associated with a reoccurring growth task. So the point of that is at least plenty of time to get the other stuff, that reactionary task stuff done around those time slots. So when you're scheduling these, make sure to have realistic times of plenty of extra space around them. I look to fill out four out of five days in these, with these growth tasks and leave the fifth day for reactionary tasks and some extra planning time. But you can adjust that to, to suit what you know your business is. So once you've set the schedule up, the next point is discipline. Okay, so for this method to work, you really need to be disciplined with the days and the times that you've set these time slots up to ensure that the growth tasks are basically regularly done each and every week. So they should be your focus. So you need to stop doing other tasks when that when that time slot opens up and move on to that growth task. So the whole point of getting a system like this set up is to ensure that the growth tasks are getting done because if you do them each week over a period of time, you're going to see results and it's much more effective than doing a growth blitz every now and again. So sometimes I've been guilty of this, you know, where I'll, I'll be just caught up in reactionary tasks for a while and then I'll go, gee, I need to do some growth stuff and I'll just, you know, throw a whole heap of stuff down and content out there and then, and then move on back onto my reactionary tasks. And the problem with that is, you know, your audience and Google like to see consistent posting and updates and that's why the method we're talking about today works really well growth blitzes aren't consistent and you know they're just a big dump of information um, in a non-consistent pattern so you want to avoid doing that so one thing to mention here is basically the structure won't suit everyone and and so it, you've got to work it around the way that you like to work and tweak it to fit around the way you do things so some people might like to load up a whole day with these growth tasks and leave the rest of the week free to do reactionary and planning or some people might even like to do a whole week of growth tasks and then do a week off growth tasks doing reactionary stuff so it's, it's up to you how you want to set it up, but you want to just make sure that whatever you do, it's consistent. So the other thing to mention is that, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. So like this week for me, um, my outlook crashed and it didn't just crash, it pretty much melted down. So I had to completely reload my outlook and all my profiles and everything. And, you know, that that just absolutely chewed up my time. It, you know, it took me all, all morning to repair. So, you know, that ate into my podcast writing time, but, you know, that's okay. These things happen. So if you're doing these growth tasks consistently, you know, and missing a few of them for whatever reason, it, that's totally fine, okay? If you look at it like this, if you're doing six growth task slots per week, that's basically over 300 of them per year. So missing a few or even a whole week will make very little difference to the overall year's results. Okay, so... You've got the plan there, so take some time this week to write a list of six or seven growth tasks, which will end up growing your business when done consistently, and then schedule these so they reoccur in whatever calendar um, system you use. This will set in place the structure you need for consistent growth in your business. So go to it. Alrighty, that's all we've got time for in episode 84. We will see you in the next one. And I've got residence visa. <laughs> And for those that didn't understand what Emily just said, she's got her residence visa today. Woo, woo, woo.
So we're uh, bottle of champagne. A bit of a celebration today, which is great. So I can't kick her out of the country anymore. <laughs> She's here to stay. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> All right, guys. See you later. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. And remember that our website is a huge resource of free step-by-step guides for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend.